Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts, Tudrin and Swags. Welcome back to Super Flexible Podcast. I am hosting this bitch with my boy, Two Drink Minimum, at FL Two Drink Minimum. Merry Super Flexmas to you. Merry Super Flexmas to you as well, Mr. Super Flexmas. Is it Super Flexmas or Merry Flexmas? Merry, I mean, there's too many words there. Merry Flexmas. Um, we don't New discriminate beer. here. Happy New you Beer. Can Merry celebrate. Flexmas. Happy New Beer. You can celebrate it any way you choose to. <laughs> so we... Uh, so anybody that listened to Rookie Fever, we're going to kind of just, like, we kind of just copy that show. Um, so we're doing top Cheaters. 10 quarterbacks, but we're going to tease you with 6 through 10 or 10 through 6. And then we're doing the Christmas vacation game, but it's Flexmas vacation because we can flex out and we have a little bit bigger of a field, but still use most of those same rules. So we'll get to that for any of you people that are not as cool as the people that listen to both shows. You're still pretty cool. Um, that's a super easy fix, so don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, you can always do this show and then that one if you haven't caught that one yet. Yep. You can go out of order. So, And it can be a New Year's resolution. That you will stick to. So what is up? What is going on in the NFL? Anything you want to talk about before we dive into this? Christmas. I like Saturday games. No Thursday yeah. game. That's fine, but we, we get Saturday games now. Yep. Still got a, a crazy Monday night game with lots of things. Everybody's losing their mind over Matt Boone. Yeah, Mike Boone, CJ Ham, and Amir Abdullah. Those are the ones y'all are gonna be pissed. And you'll crown your championship before Christmas this year, or your champion, unless you're in the crazy seventeen week seventeen. Like two drink minimum will be flaunting in our faces next week. I, yep, I'm still alive in that one as well. So I, I will have some decisions next week in that that soul league. I may get there every year, and I've yet to win it. So. That's one of those ones that pisses me off. But this is the uh, year. this has happened a few times where we get the championship the the week of Christmas, which is nice. Get a get a little extra cash right before. Yeah. So if you're in a league with us and you're listening and you haven't paid your league dues for any crazy oh reason, my goodness, you get those pay in. Don't make it so hard on us. Even people that might be in a charity league where we literally already went shopping for. Don't feel bad. You can get that money in still for this season, and that money can go towards next year's, but you still should probably pay your league dues. Truth. (laughs) (laughs) It's for the kids. Yeah. Well, and there's a prize. Or for my pocket. Well, it's it's for the winner. the other ones. Yeah. Like, there is still a prize coming out of, in, in said league of fantasy football breakdowns pockets. So, you should just pay that. Minimum donation to your I'm league. Win- I'm winning that league this year, finally. Probably not. It's because I just jinx myself. I'd like to see the ring on your finger because I'm not winning it. So I would like to see it on my finger, too. And I'm also glad you're not winning it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, dude, so I'm just going to like, I don't know. I feel bad like because this is like so copycat, but I have to ask you to like, because we even talked about it a little bit ahead of time. Like, how hard was, like, the bottom, say, three quarterbacks in your rankings? Like, since we talked about our quarterbacks and you said you're done and I said I was done, I've changed mine. Uh, me too. I'm currently changing the the part that I think maybe squeeze one in here at the last second. Yep. I, I would like for you to go first. <laughs> okay. So- uh, yeah, I can go if, first. We're, if we're ready to start this. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. We can do that. We'll fly over to DraftKings super quick and then um, get that promo out of the way and hop back into it. DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP, and exclusive members-only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Debbie, and even DFS. A Factory Sports membership unlocks it all and annual memberships are free that's right we've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free just go to dynastyfootballfactory.com shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo sign up for your DraftKings account deposit just twenty dollars and you'll receive a free ten dollar bonus and free factory sports annual membership eligibility and restrictions apply see website for details so act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. All right, my number 10. And the last time we talked before we recorded, 
My number 10 was at number eight. So my number 10 is Matt Stafford. So I've decided to not be too worried about the broken back and that he started this season out so strong. And uh, up until last year, I mean, a lot of Stafford's years have been pretty solid, like top five to 10 quarterback numbers in fantasy. And I think with the weapons around him, I think Marvin Jones will be back. He's got Galladay, Hawkinson. Um, we'll see what happens with the running back, if they replace Carrion or not. But needless to say, I think Carrion will be there. And I don't know. Yeah, I still like Stafford. He's a little bit old, and that was probably his knock the last second that took him down to my number 10 rather than being at number 8 there. But I wanted Stafford in my top 10. Wow. Um, I guess I, you might have got too much in my head there with some of the some of the the lion and Stafford talk at the end of the season there because he's definitely not in my top ten. Um, and I I did move him down recently, but it was outside of the top ten where I have him. Yeah, and I totally get it. And and I mean, when I look at my list, I mean, even this short list, and I think of a couple players not in my top ten. Mm-hmm. it's it's probably kind of wrong like and those players like would squeak into the 11 or 12 spot and and even like maybe replace stafford i'm not going to do it while we're talking mm-hmm. i'm going to stick with sure. stafford here but um yeah it might be My, a little much man i just really like how he started the season and, and that's fair i mean i have him at, at 14 if I'm, I'm looking at it here and i think uh injury concern uh, gets cleared up. I'm okay with him sliding up a few spots, um, but I don't know that you're going to get all the way out of my head with what you said. You know what I mean? Just a uh, a few weeks ago, being the, the broken back, back and all. whatnot. Yeah, yeah, and, and age, and um, you know, I don't want to write you know the huge narrative there, but just what that family's gone through and and that kind of stuff too. So yeah, uh, I I will need to see some more clearance on it, and and I'm okay with him sliding up a few spots. We're still gonna we're still gonna have a gap between us, but that's that's all right. And I know I'm not gonna put that on your Lions homework because you were definitely on him long before you know. Or, well, and I'm sure that's some week. of it. I'm sure that's some of it. But I mean, even before you know, before the season, you were calling you know top twelve season this year, and we we definitely while he played, he was that. So yep, I can't fault you there. There, there's uh, one player that isn't on my list that, and I'm, I'm guessing he's on yours. We might not even hear him today because he might be in the top <laughs> five. Like, um, that's this is this is true. So, and, and those all and, that is right. And that's the one even in my head that I'm struggling with a little bit. And I, I'll, I'll tease it a little bit if he comes up today. I'll let you know. Well, he won't come up today, but we'll, we'll keep it going. Um, my number ten is probably not in your list, but it's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, you know, Cousins is not on my list. It doesn't surprise me. I, th- I think uh, the first year he went to Minnesota, I had him in the top five or six. Dynasty wise, obviously, that was a little wrong in that first year. But even this year, those first two games looked really bad. We only threw it, what, eight eight times the first first game? Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, we've seen him have multiple, you know, quarterback one one week since then and, and kind of stay up in that, that top five range for fantasy. Yeah. Um, Dalvin, you know, being injured or the running back game there, I think we see Cousins kind of finish this season off strong here and maybe kind of get to that that next level a little bit in other people's heads where I, I, I think Cousins might be a nice buy low if, if he's still going to be considered maybe what I'm going to say, you probably have him around 14, 15 or higher. Um, mm, yeah. Some, that, somewhere in that with some, with some guys I mean, to talk about. So, yeah, uh, I think boom, he will boom. continue I'm trying to, to imagine finish a couple guys. Yeah, I, I, I bet you you're about right, right, yeah. like 15 to 17. Yeah, so I, I think he will continue to finish in front of that for for fantasy purposes on a year-end basis. They've paid all those weapons to still be there. You know what I mean? So this yeah. that, that and offense that, and, and nucleus is kind of it's, it's kind of like, set. Do you think everybody's coming back? Everybody's going to be there? I mean, Diggs asked for a quick trade in during the season. I know that was sure. squashed pretty quickly. Adam Thielen hasn't been; he's been a oh, shell injured of himself. for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah so I mean, he's it, on the elder side as well. Sure, you're always going to deal with injuries, and you it, have to it, think Irv Smith's a little better next year. Right, if you if you're dealing with Dalvin coming back healthy because it's a shoulder, you know that that offense continues to roll. Uh, I it's a it's a safe pick to me, I think here. And again, I, if you have him at sixteen, seventeen, where which is probably what I feel most do, I feel very confident in in him uh, finishing ahead of that each year and and right around this ten to twelve, you know, back in quarterback one, and and I don't have to pay that for it either. 
So is there a background story to your Kirk Cousins love or anything? I mean, because he's, <laughs> and I'm just being honest, like, because he's a Michigan State guy. So I right. can't imagine you gained any love for him there. No, I just, I, I do remember watching games at Michigan State, you know, and, and some of those and, and watching him take some teams and, and win it. Um, I, I don't know if it comes from, you know, not necessarily beating out RG3, but the injury there and him being able to step up and, that that team was pretty competitive there for the, for those years, mm-hmm. um, with nothing really. I mean, right. And then going to Minnesota, which is I don't know, it just seemed like an awesome landing spot. And then team, you know, had so much invested behind him that it's like, all right, right or wrong, this is the go- the dude for the next couple of years. And they have amazing pieces that I like in dynasty all around him. Sure, it's it's hard not to like that. Uh, you can say that the defense, you know, might be good enough to to limit some of the upside there, but I'm, I'm fine with him working on shorter fields. If you want to play that, that's pretty of the safe. Game. Yeah. Maybe and, not the upside uh, of most people in, in front of him and a few behind him, but he's always going to be in this range. He knocked off your list. So that'll be interesting. And to anybody that didn't figure out, especially with me picking Stafford as my number one, this is kind of a future take on like how we may draft these guys today. Yeah. Obviously and you said one, but we're talking playing. about number ten, and then we're 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 going what six to ten is kind of the range we're we're yep. doing finishing today. Yep. So just, so you, are we going to go back and forth? You want me to go nine first? You can go if you want. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, uh, I'm interested to see where you're at because uh, I have Carson Wentz at nine. Um, this won't be a nine and a half second pause so like you had a rookie fear. Carson Wentz is <laughs> the player that I struggled with not having on in place of like Stafford. So okay. Carson Wentz isn't in my top ten. Okay, so that's that's not too far off. Um, you have to feel his like his weapons improve though, and he, and he again he's still performing uh, admirably with guys like Nelson Aguilar trying to catch the ball on a regular basis. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So uh, if if he gets weapons that at least stay healthy, even I mean Deshaun Jackson may be coming back for a playoffs. It doesn't matter now, but we only got to see a couple games of that, and the first game we saw that was amazing. Jeffrey in and out the whole time. You know, I, I think this team probably brings in at least another playmaker on offense to help. Yeah, yeah. They need at least hold. one, right? Yeah. And then Still if, got if any of these pieces Goddard. stays. Yeah. So uh, it's just easy to kind of see him being able to take a step forward without having to do much more than he did this year. He'll just have better pieces around him. Well, I mean, he stayed healthy. He didn't need to do much except stay on the field to take a step forward yeah. this year. And I think that's my concern is the on and off the field and – how tough is Carson Wentz? Sure, and, and I and I, and that's what I really mean. Like, I, and I'm not trying to knock the guy. I mean, he's the one playing on the field. I can't imagine personally taking some of the hits a quarterback takes. So, right. But I mean, when I look at my boy Stafford and I look at Carson Wentz, like Detroit was doing everything they could to get Matt Stafford off the field, and he wanted to be out there. And that's the mm-hmm. way his career's been. He's a warrior. Like, he's out there for the team. Carson Wentz isn't that guy. And I know his injuries have been different. It's, it's so ignorant of me to say it like that. But Stafford's just got a moxie that a lot of quarterbacks don't have in this generation. Like, he's a tough dude. And yeah. and I think that he doesn't get enough credit for that. <sighs> I'm still... And, and even just the age alone, I, I struggle not having Wentz on my list. But... I want to see this a little bit longer from Wentz and and but we I, have we've seen it you know in earlier years you know uh, huge stretches of of top four or five quarterback pretty easily I think yep uh, for fantasy but again I mean it's coming stretches and he and then he's gotten injured and hasn't been able to finish so I, I understand that risk there too I just again it, his weapons around him almost have to get better by default. Sure. And, and he's already performing uh, like this, you know, even just this year. So, And I'm with you there, but I mean, with some of those long stretches, though, you see a lot, you see different matchups, you see like the breakdown of a player, whether it's mentally or physically, mm-hmm. you, you see Gardner going from being the most loved quarterback in the league to people not believing in him because things change when you have those long stretches of play. Mm-hmm. So when we never see those, I mean, I don't know, like it would be easier to argue for me, like Cousins 
and just because of what he's shown in his stretches and the consistency versus Wentz. And I don't really know. It's just tough. And he's still, yeah, and he's still not even in this stretch he's had. And I get like his weapons around him, but look at some of the weapons around other quarterbacks too. And what they're doing with it. Like he's still not a top 10 quarterback this year on the season. And I know we're talking about future here, but he's still not a top 10 quarterback. And that's with Stafford, yeah. like falling out of this. And eh, so he still hasn't done it in that stretch. That's fair. I'll I'll take the uh, where it, I get but five I years difference the in hell Stafford out of it, too. You know. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you. Yeah, there. you're talking trash you. about him, but you're probably talking about two spots, three spots different. Like than what uh, just I have as much here. like I'm screwing so. with my head, just as much as like we talk, like I have been the whole time. I've been looking at these Look, rankings, but that was my whole goal was just to mess with your head. <laughs> <laughs> so I need I need your number nine. My number nine is Baker Mayfield. That's, I don't I don't mind that at all. Yeah, I, I think he bounces back a little bit. I don't know what's going to happen with this offense and um, the management of the team moving forward. I think that Baker is going to end up with at least one of Jarvis or Odell Beckham Jr. I don't think they're going to trade them both. Um, maybe both of them for his sake. They get a healthier David Njoku. Hopefully he pans out at some point. And, and to be quite fair to the position, I mean, even you've brought this up, like the the ages that a tight ends hit, like Njoku's years away from that or in their prime. I don't want to take words out of your mouth, but I no, think I in you, your yeah. prime is more accurate to the conversation mm-hmm. you were having on that day. Well, he came in like as one of the youngest ever in the NFL too when he came in and, and raw to begin with. So, yep. And we're only getting into what year three of him now, and and one of them basically was all injured. So, yep. uh, if he doesn't pop for another year, I don't think he, you know, he's not a bust still. So, and and I know the other players too. Like we could say this for a lot of players, probably on both of our lists, but we did see Baker do it in his rookie year. It wasn't like a top ten performance, but we saw some of those streaks of the hot hands, and that was before, that was just with like Antonio Callaway and Jarvis Landry. So. I think that the potential for Baker still is there. I don't think they're going to go away from him. It's easy to hate on the guy and throw some shade, but I think he might still be a nice buy low type guy, but I I couldn't quite keep him out of my top 10. So (laughs) I, I agree that he could be a buy low Um, for my rankings right now. I will not talk about him as he does not make my top 10. Yeah. and, And I'm not super surprised. Uh, um, I I believe in the upside that is there, but I I feel like I have a better handle of it with everybody that is on the list in front of him. Like you said, we don't know if we end up with both wide receivers staying or one or neither. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if the head coach is gone. You would think that right. would have to make it better for him, but yep. uh, yeah, it's, there's there's a lot more uncertainty. I believe in Baker, the the talent. I don't think he's a bum or anything by that means, and. The only reason we're not talking about him is because I have him, you know, just outside of my top 10, but 12 as I'm looking at it. What do you think about that? Like when a team says like a week or two ago, this time of year, like Kitchens is our guy. I mean, is that, I mean, that's kind of what they have to say just to get through the rest of the season anyway, right? They can't be like, oh, he's done at the end of the year. Right. I mean, yeah, you can, yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense, I guess, to to remove a coach with with two weeks left to go. Or, um, or to say it that wasn't, that's the move wasn't, we're planning on making. I guess I'm I'm asking you, do but you I, trust that? I mean, in the sense that I believe two weeks ago, there there was still a possibility of them making the playoffs. I'm sure it was very difficult with lots of things to happen. But that, how do you tell a coach you're, you're gone if if you can still make the playoffs right. with, with everything that's gone on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, a couple weirder things have happened and, and, and teams have turned it around. So I think you kind of throw that at him. It's like, look you need to win or else you're gone basically like that's your that's your warning yeah and, and same time man it's, like, n- it's not listed the same way but you know what i mean like here it is like uh, i'm looking at it this is all you have left so you're yeah. our guy and until you basically lose and you're not right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean he could be gone that's like so like i said so I, i'm okay with having him outside of my top 10 because i am confident in the guys above him and and what is going on in their you know, their ascension that they could have as well. And if and so I go to your team you. and you own Baker, I, I, I'm I, going to your team because I wanted him. But now I get there and I'm like, dude, what do I even offer for Baker? Like, I don't know how to make an offer for Baker because every time I tr- start, 
I feel like I'm either offering too much or it's a, a little bit of a low ball. Like there, yeah. I can't find that middle ground that I'm comfortable sending the offer because I don't want to like purposely send low ball offers, but I don't want to overpay either and get that offer where somebody just smashes accept and you're like, Oh, what did I just do? Like, he's a tough one, man. I haven't made any offers on Baker Mayfield in what feels like a few months at this point, honestly. So uh, he's a tough one. No, I I agree with you there. I mean, rookie pick wise, it's a, it's not the time to be moving rookie picks unless you're in a championship game and moving pieces to better your current starting lineup. Otherwise you need to wait as long as you can wait as long as you can. Yep. But super flex 12 team, like one Oh four. Um, yeah, I'd probably do that. I'd probably take Baker as fun as the draft could be. You could get some nice pieces though. Even like well, so I'm trying to come right off happy, of two, like flexing, right? you know? Yeah. I know you like Swift a lot and I don't know if you're ready to put bros at, at one or two or wait to, to see what happens kind of that way. How much more you like some of those other running backs. We'll get into that down the road, but I, I knew, I, I feel like I don't know that you would take the two. Yeah. I don't think I would. Right. Yeah. Three, four, somewhere in there to, I'm I'm okay with paying one or three or four. I, I feel like you probably need to pay more than that right now, and those people won't give that up. Yeah. All right, moving on. Your turn. Roll up to eight. My number eight. Okay. We're not going to have any of the same through this list, are we? Or right here? Probably right here not. No, you won't have this guy on your list. Oh, it might be the chance. Um, my my next guy is Jared Goff. <gasps> no, we do not have At the same one. Number eight. <laughs> uh, I think that there was obviously some regression this year for Goff. And a lot of it, I mean, he played some tough matchups. He's shown who I thought he was a couple times. <laughs> That's being nice. He's had a horrible year. That whole team has been kind of awful. But I think that I think that he'll still have Cup, and I think that he'll have Cooks. I think we'll see a better Brandon Cooks. This has been his worst year in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I think that Jared Goff, like, will be okay. I don't think he's ever going to be back in that like top five for me. I'm not saying everybody had him there, but I think mm-hmm. that Goff is going to be okay. Still a very young quarterback. He's gone through some ups and downs. He's been in the Super Bowl. He's got a lot of experience. I think that Goff still has a nice career ahead of him. Yeah, and we still get to tie it back to to uh, McVay. You know what I mean? And, yep. and that offense too. And so, I'm guessing he's not in your top ten. Uh, he is also not in my top ten. He is just in front of Baker at 11. So it's you, you're pulling close to me here. And like I said, probably. And I don't uh, mind that. So you got. So you got. 9 to 14 is, is all pretty interchangeable. So you got Goff and Baker 11 and 12? Correct. I, I don't mind that. I get it. Totally so there's get it. So QB1s in a 12 team, you know, super flex yeah. moving forward. And I, I do like Goff a lot. And, and I think he's a fine asset to have on your team. You just have to realize that when it's a bad matchup for him, you don't play him. So you have to have two other quality starters. Uh, it, if it's a good matchup, he has put up amazing games yep. this year, last year. But in the bad games, they're bad. And and last year, um, in the 2018, I think, semifinals, he gave you a negative. You know what I mean? So that, that that's a tough pill to swallow. And now we're going to see him play against the 49ers, which is – a bad fantasy matchup on paper. Yep. Um, I know that defense has some injuries, and that's a little different. But if he puts up another dud, I think he'll be at another discount. He He's one that may be in the offseason, which may be as early as uh, a couple of days from when you're listening to this. Uh, he might be one that you might want to snag from that, that pissed-off owner if they're still in and had to rely on Jared Goff because he probably won't put up a good game. Yep. I hope I'm wrong so that no, we I can go that, stoop in some golf, you know what I mean, moving into next year. Dude, I would not feel comfortable playing golf against you know, no. this week in the championship round against the 49ers. No, I wouldn't feel comfortable with that. I, I That's that's one of the moves in a redraft I'm no longer in, but I, I made moves to pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick ahead of time in case I got to the championship game knowing I would not play golf yeah. if I got there. I'm and, certain I was, and I was okay to weekend. pay Fitzpatrick, yeah. Hope that weather's okay for you, as long as it's not too windy. Uh, it, I mean, it's Fitzpatrick or Carr. All right, fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah, seriously. So. All right, so at number eight, um, I, I'm assuming this guy is on your list, and maybe we won't get to him, but I thought he had a chance to be here. But I'm going to go Josh Allen at eight. I like that a lot. I'm surprised you have him in your top ten. I, well, I guess, I'm, I don't know, I'm not surprised. 
is he he's in your top 10 oh yeah oh yeah yeah so um i did i got the co-host on goat district um this this past week or this week when you're listening to this and yeah ended up just with a lot of josh allen like little research and stats and i didn't get to pull in a lot of it just because where we went to it but just kind of diving into him and then he was one from your article that you had wrote strength of schedule that we had talked about that probably would finish the season off bad because of the tough matchups yeah and was another one that maybe we want to go snag afterwards but just how how consistent he is on the ground too i mean in seven games this year he hasn't scored on the ground but in the other eight he has you know what i mean yeah (laughs) So and that's pretty uh, good. And that I he, mean he's a quarterback he, that has no weapon. I mean it's John Brown and yeah. Singletary and 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 another rookie in Knox. Cole so, Beasley. Right. They could add just one one nice piece to that and and make everybody around them, you know, much better. He's still going to have the safeness, you know, with his legs and he's and he's going to give you a touchdown every other game on the ground. Yeah. I mean He's turned the ball over three times against New England the first time they played this year, and he's only turned it. He's only thrown three since then, and that was Week Five. So some of that's coming down. He didn't. He hasn't missed any games this year. Like we had a little bit of injury concern last year because he's running and taking those hits. He's he's still running this year, and he's played in every game. So, yep. um, I think Josh Allen is one that it might not look pretty, but fantasy wise, it it works for them. And and team wise, it works for them. This isn't a Blake Bortles situation where I think he can be replaced in a few years, even though the team or even though he does well for fantasy. Like that team, if they beat New England, is is uh, AFC East champs, right? Yeah. Or they take the division, so they're going to be in the playoffs again. Yeah, and like two drinks said, I mean that strength of schedule like could really open up a a nice little buy window after the playoffs because that if especially if somebody was starting him and they felt like they lost their championship because of Josh Allen, they will mm-hmm. have a tainted perspective for probably a few weeks. Bad taste in their mouth. For sure. So who is your number seven? Oh, seven. All right. So seven, I'm going to go Kyler Murray. Oh yeah. We get a, we get a rookie up here by the whoa, meaning he's, you you weren't going to talk about him, I guess. Not today. today. Oh, oh, okay. Um, that's that's interesting because I'm I'm a, that's that's fair enough. I, I like Kyler and and what this offense has done, and and again, I think that offense will continue to get better. Yep. It's I think it's worked out better than some may have thought. So continue to like Kyle, Kyle Murray, which what is like top six quarterback on the year right now, yeah. depending on scoring. I think he's like six to eight range, depending on your scoring in there. Yep. And if I talked about safeness with his legs and Josh Allen, Murray doesn't give it to you with the touchdowns, but the, the yardage total is a little bit higher. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I like Kyler Murray a lot. So I, I don't know. I have one share. I wish that I had tried to get a little bit more before week one even happened just because – I mean, we should have known a little bit of just how hard it would be the value-wise. I'm not saying you can't – I'm not saying he's the guy you need to win your your championships or your leagues, but just kind of – I think he's going to be kind of a fun guy to have on your team, and the value is going to maintain for years, at least a few. I, I think you'll be able to plug him in when you see certain matchups and you can really take advantage of, and other weeks you're going to have to make that decision. You know, is it him or your quarterback three on your team? And you're, you know, you're playing matchups for upside the other way. Maybe, all you know. Although we have him in 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 this range, he might be a little harder, like week in and week out, to look for the, the huge games. But I'm, maybe Swags is higher on him and believes a little bit more than that. Um. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I I don't. I wish I had it in front of me. I was looking at some of the numbers though, and what he's done this season, kind of compared to some of the players uh, around him, and how much I imagined him being able to still still. You know what I mean? Over the off season, I think he's going to get better. Still, this is just his first sure. season. So let's let's stay there for just a second because that that Cardinals offense is interesting all around. Um, I know you've been a I don't know the 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 DJ. I don't want to say hater, but like not not believed in him and, and pushed him down and, and taken so many running backs over him and and myself included have called you crazy. And then that turns out to be right. Uh, Moving forward, this offense, even this year, in a few games, Drake has absolutely killed it. Um, running back wise, is, does DJ come back? And 
and make this work that way? Do they look to retain Drake? Like for for Kyler's sake, what do you think or what are you hoping for? I guess that you're looking at that offense to kind of merge that way with maybe Larry Fitz leaving and some of the Kirks and hopefully some more Isabella. You know, kind of on the outside. Do they do they look to bring a wide receiver in again? Even though it took what 17 last year. Yeah. How does this offense get better to you outside of him just kind of growing as a quarterback? I think that both DJ and Drake should be a little bit fearful of the 2020 draft, to be honest with you. I think that they could mm-hmm. both be replaced in that draft. And I think that depending on how they Drake's handle a free that, agent, and, so. yeah, exactly. Like in how they handle that, I think that. I think that David Johnson could be a part of that team if he wants to be. I think that he he will have to accept the role moving forward, though, that he's not necessarily the lead guy, and there's going to be some strong competition there. Um, I don't think they can trade David Johnson for a lot right now. Sure. Um, like I say, with that class coming in, I don't know that anybody's looking to trade for a veteran you know, running back right. at any kind of like, almost fair value. Right. So... I, I think that David Johnson will be on that team, but I don't I don't know how much we'll see him on the field by the end of next season still. Like I'm I, I don't know. If people didn't sell David Johnson by now, I don't know what to tell them. I, I really feel like you need to find a way out though. It's probably too late. I mean, even <laughs> like Chase Edmonds, who we didn't see a lot at all after Drake, mm-hmm. but a couple of the games where we saw Chase Edmonds, yeah, he, some pops for he sure. showed up better than David Johnson did in any one game. Well, that's the thing, even like about this offense, um, you know, before this year even started, we talked about, you know, Kingsbury, like in college, never had like a true, like dominant running back. He had three or four guys that would have between four and 700 yards in a college season because they split it up and did a whole bunch of different things. So that's why I just, I don't, we've seen Drake do it in a few games and we've seen him take a couple dud games, like where some of those runs don't pop for touchdowns. Sometimes four of them do, you know what I mean? Right. So I think that's just the development of this offense. In champion so just, week 15. Right. <laughs> right. When I declined to trade for him, that would have been cool. Um, <laughs> I still won, but man, I don't, It'd be nice to have that piece right now. Yeah. Sometimes that stuff's That's rough. all. I, like, just, I just wonder where. I made a trade because I felt like I needed um, Emmanuel Sanders in my champion on a playoff run, you know, mm-hmm. last week. And I put him in my lineup. I, I did end up winning. I won. But at the end of the day, there were two or three players that were going to be in my lineup before I made that trade. And every one of them outscored Emmanuel Sanders last week. So it was a trade that, like, I was stressing <laughs> out about this, and I ended up putting Sanders in. I, I probably overpaid for him, given age and everything. For and, that week. Right. For the run, but for that week. Yeah. Right. And then it ends up, I would have had a little bit more points. I still won, but I would have had more points if I never made the deal, never lost those assets, future picks, youth, whatever I did to make that deal. Um, I'll still be starting Emmanuel Sanders this weekend as well, mm-hmm. but I mean, but then that's a tougher matchup too, cause they are playing against the Rams. So I don't know how feel great I feel about Emmanuel Sanders, but he's had a pretty decent season. We'll have to see. There's been some high highs for sure. And, and some sneakers in there as well. But yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping for one of those high highs. When he week. hits, he pretty much wins you that week. So I hear you. Yeah. So my right, number seven, seven is Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. This will be this will be easy because I'm I'm gonna go ahead and steal it because it closes me out because Dak is my sixth. Okay, uh, you know what? I didn't think we would hear about Dak from you today. I thought mm-hmm. that he, I thought that you would have him in your top five. Uh, f- five and six uh, fought each other um, all throughout the time until about thirty seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, so I don't mind that. I mean, yeah. So I've got him. Se- that's probably our closest player we've had yep. through this whole talk. Well, I think I think the uh, the other side will be a little little more chalk but we'll, we'll see yeah i'm interested to see too so deck at six um and and probably the the stupid reason that that he stays out of my five is is i don't 100 percent know what next year is yeah no contract like, like as soon as i know i i will have a difficult time but i will probably make that switch to five um but I, at the time of of this conversation i i don't uh, it seems Amari like the shoulder's Cooper okay moving in, but that's the other thing. He doesn't have Amari Cooper uh, next year either. Oh, so both of those have to have to come back under contract that aren't. 
I mean, I guess they could be franchised technically, but again, so that's that's just another piece of it. Like uh, I'm going to pay differently for it if Dak's back, but Amari isn't. Right, without them addressing another piece right. to, to bring in, that's that that makes that offense totally different. So, um, so I think it's a lot of respect for him at six because, like I said before, some of those outside guys, I'm I I very much so know what next year is for everybody. He's the one that that makes him in the spot that isn't, but it's because the upside is so high, the offensive line is so good, um, you know, the ability to have Zeke in the backfield plus Coop and Gallup. Um, I mean, that's why he's at six for you as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like him. And and he's somebody, too, even though I was looking at some of the numbers and what he's done this year. It's there. He started off so strong. And then, uh, I don't know, it was like with Kyler Murray when I looked at some of that for his rookie year compared to, like, what Dak has done. And I couldn't help but think, like, okay, Kyler Murray's going to surpass Dak pretty quick here. Like, for me. But just, no, and that's fair, but straight up weapons around him. I'm gonna take Dak's weapons over Kyler's. Right, and I get that, but but man, but Kyler Murray. I mean, it's not like he's sweating it either. I mean, he's got no Christian and, and Kirk there, Isabella. You mentioned for him, maybe right? Keyshawn like, Johnson. Um, yeah, I, those, I, I get your those concern, pieces though. work for what that offense wants to do. Yeah, right? it's quick guys can get open, quick throws for Murray to to let it go uh, and exploit the deep ball when you can. So like. It's it's definitely a different philosophy in offense. Yeah, no, I hear you. It was a tough one. So, so you can roll right into your six since we just did mine as well. Um, my six was Josh Allen. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. I had him at eight. I couldn't quite squeeze him into my top five as much as I do like him. I thought that this was a little bit more fair. I mean, that top five is some freaking studs. Um, so yeah, I, I like Josh Allen a lot. We've already talked to him quite a bit. I mean talk to him <laughs> he, he was on the show we didn't put it out but we talked about him quite a bit only the patreon the listeners will hear the josh allen conversation <laughs> <laughs> right. he was way harder on himself than he's quite the humble guy we will say that um but yeah i think that they'll get another weapon for josh allen that's something they have to do i don't think that singletary's gonna have that backfield to himself i'm sure you heard me talk a little bit about yeah. that too drink i think that they'll be more of a lead back there and they'll have singletary still in the passing game a little bit i think singletary's gonna be around i'm not saying that but yeah no i think that there's gotcha. better days for josh allen i mean maybe that even hurts him if that actually happens because maybe he doesn't rush the ball as much but um yeah i like josh allen i would and i i don't have to ask you this because you answered it with your rankings but I was going to ask you at one point, Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield, but we both feel that that is now Josh mm-hmm. Allen. Yep. So how much, what do I add to Baker Mayfield to get Josh Allen? Could I give you Baker Mayfield in a second? Like how much do you like Josh Allen? Could Could you give me Baker Mayfield in a second for Josh Allen? Yep. 2022 in Baker Mayfield for your Josh Allen. Um, I don't think so. I don't know that the difference is that big. And and I'll be honest, that is between you and I. Um, I think I think for most people, it would have to be at least the other way around, even now. Yeah. yeah. I think Josh Allen gets zero respect for they what he does. They might do it straight up is what you're saying. Like somebody sends you Josh Allen for Baker and you're like, I want Baker. Oh, my God. Kind right. Like no, that. and I, I, I think others would want you to give Josh Allen in a second yeah. to get the Baker, not the other way around. Yep. You know what I mean? And and you still might get some blowback on that. So that's that's why we were saying, you know, when I brought him up earlier, I think he's one, um, even if he plays well, you know, outside of them, like making the Super Bowl and him getting that like crazy fantasy bump that happens when teams are in the Super Bowl, regardless of their performance. Um, he's one that, that I know I will actively be going out to acquire. So... Um, because of have that, have you done any right like there. rookie rankings or Debbie rankings or anything on like college players, wide receivers, anything like that? Like, is there who's um, like I, your second or third wide receiver? Um, man, yeah, because there's like six guys that could all be one on landing spot, but talent wise, all right. So you get uh, probably like, like T Higgins. Any yeah. one of those six guys, let's say, uh-huh. like, would you take any of them and Baker for Josh Allen? 
any of them and big because that's probably about the range we're talking here like maybe 111 to 203 that's the pick i'm giving you if you took if you took the word like even if you took six um i might still do it i don't points wise per game between baker and josh you know when i'm playing it um probably isn't crazy where i can figure it out and yeah i i like a lot of the receivers coming out this year because you have to imagine i'm okay super with flex, like we've probably got some yeah. running backs and quarterbacks going off like some of those wide receivers like you might be able to get like after the draft and when you're if you were actually in a rookie draft you might be surprised at some of the players that you might get like 111 through 203 204 where you're like shit i wish i took that deal for baker and that second to get and i know we're hypothetically talking like i could see even even into the mid second depending on some of the guys that like quarterbacks that possibly could come out and landing spot for them there being some really nice stuff mid second that would probably be late first some years yeah so yeah i hear you yeah i don't i'm not against that move at all yeah, I don't I, know. I, I could curious. see myself doing that depending on, you know, my team construction and stuff like that. I almost feel like not because of the quarterbacks in that deal, but because of the picks and how you build your teams versus me that that deal is almost more tailored for you because because of the wide receivers mm-hmm. that might be there versus like running I want the earlier right. picks, you know. So I'm starting right. to think like, "Huh, do I want to add that wide receiver or like yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one." But I, I don't sure. know. I think the Baker has better days ahead, and yeah, definitely, definitely. I, I just I I don't know that I'm willing to go out and pay for it until we know what's going on. That's I would all. take the deal. And that's now why that I think barely... about it. But the reason I'm probably yes. taking the deal is because I have a lot of Josh Allen shares like everywhere, just Josh Allen, and mm-hmm. I really do. And I wouldn't mind adding one more Baker and getting that second. I think I could draft something pretty decent with that second or trade it for. A veteran player that I like, especially if you're getting them at flip flop value of what's in your head compared to what you will get it for in that league. Yep. Because like I said, I believe that we are higher on Josh Allen, you and I, um, compared to the fantasy community that is out there. Yep. Maybe not by a lot, and it's all going to depend on your league. And th- and there are some guys that that don't necessarily care what it looks like. You you see points at the end of the, you know on Sunday or Monday when you look at it, and you're like, yep, that's. That's up there. I'll take that each week. Yeah. But um, if you're but listening it, to this and you're out of contention, like don't forget about what we said with Josh Allen and these matchups. You might be able to mm-hmm. get him cheaper. Like you might be able to buy Josh Allen even cheaper than you can today. So just wait it out at this point. Unless right. like somebody's knocking your socks off. Which right. they're not going to do for Josh Allen. So, yeah, exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> you know, you got to be, you, unless you know a believer in your league, you got to be talking to like me. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll give you that. I don't care. Right. Cause I'm, I'm, I don't know. I know like market value, but I'm also willing to sometimes pay like my value. I might shock you sometimes, sometimes. For Air sure. Quotes, unless I'm trading with two drink. We never get a deal done. I don't, I don't get it. That's not true. We've, some of our biggest deals have been where we just send it and there is no counter. And yeah. we have done that with no, you're massive right. players. Never so. say never or always. <laughs> never works. So we're just in a ton of leagues together for multiple years now. So it feels like we haven't made a trade in a couple like in a couple of weeks. It's like, wait a minute, who's I, not trying? You know, I think <laughs> you no, know, I think what my beef is here, or like what's what's tainted my impression of this situation is that we never got like the DAC deal done in cool kids. That's fair. I think that that's yeah, probably we the one I'm holding on to. That <laughs> it makes me feel. Like, yeah, I think it's probably a little bit of that. But yeah, you're. I think you're right. That's so fair. that was our ten through six, and we will be back. In a not so short fashion. Yeah. Oh, we're doing. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. fly over to the scouting academy, and then we're gonna play some flexmas flexmas vacation. Rankin talks. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself (laughs) and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. All right. 
we're going to get to the Christmas Vacation games. So to anybody that didn't listen already, this is modeled around the Christmas Vacation movie. And it's when Clark gets his Christmas bonus and he wants to buy a pool, but then he ends up getting Jelly <laughs> of the Month. So to drink will be either putting players into his pool or if he thinks they're crap, he's going to throw them to the Jelly. He will get small little hints, um, facts about these players and that's all he'll have to go on to decide where he wants to put him, and then they will be revealed. He gets three trade cards, A, B, and C. Um, he will hear the players from the trade cards and decide without knowing them if he wants to trade them into his pool or not. Do you feel Got pretty it. ready? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Yes. All right. With, I wish I had some eggnog. I know, right? That should. I'm going to go get some. Pause. Oh, are we pausing? Nope. Okay. That was take, a take the pause out. False alarm. Pause. Leaving it in. Leaving it in. We don't know. With twelve touchdowns, this player is tied for the fifth most touchdowns among wide receivers, tight ends, and running backs. It's not a quarterback. So with twelve touchdowns, this player is tied for the fifth most touchdowns in 2019. Is that the kind of player you would like in your pool? Or in the jelly. And it's running back, wide receiver, or tight end. Yep. Um, it is definitely not a quarterback. We're at week 15, fifth most. Uh, I'm here for points. Touchdown score points. So let's let's jump in the pool. That player is Todd Gurley. So nice choice. Yes. Yeah. I, I thought he'd end up in your jelly. Thought, I don't know. We'll see how this game goes. Look, you, you might do look, really good. Look, if he doesn't. If he doesn't get a touchdown, it's a bad week because the yardage totals have not been there. Uh, yep. They just haven't. Even in the good games, the good matchups for Goff, the yardage totals for Gurley hasn't been there. But the touchdowns still are. Yep. Um, so as boom bust as he is, 12 touchdowns, fifth most in the league, I think still has him at what, like RB9 or 10 or something like that on the year? So, yeah. Yeah, we'll try to get through this quick, but are you worried about Gurley against the 49ers? Yeah, if he doesn't score a touchdown, he's probably going to he, fail He's you. done kind of bad in a couple bad matchups. Yep. So, yeah, I'm a yeah, little bit I'm, worried about Gurley. Yeah, for I sure. mean, you're really hoping for a goal line touchdown at this point. But yep. uh, in a championship match, I'm rolling Gurley out there. Yep. Over Singletary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, what about the the one I see a lot is Gurley or Boone? Gurley. Yeah. I, I think people are going to be pissed off from from him and, and Abdullah that will take just enough away from Boone. Yep. And I think I think it's more Kirk Cousins than anything else that matters. Yeah. The next player has been targeted 96 times. He's brought in 50 for 597 yards. Six touchdown. He's added 126 yards on the ground with one more touchdown for a total of seven. Targeted mm -hmm. 96 times. Brought in 50 for 597 yards, six touchdowns. He's added 126 yards on the ground for a total of seven touchdowns. I definitely like that he gets used on the ground again. You know I like that. I cannot place who it is, but it sounds like he's going to join the pool too. Um, that is Curtis Samuel. Yes. Okay. I didn't realize he had seven touchdowns. Yeah. I was thinking of him, but I didn't know his touchdown total was that high. So do you want to keep not. Curtis Samuel or trade? I, I mean, I don't know what I'm trying to build here, but I love Curtis Samuel and would like to acquire him as well. Uh, so, no, he's staying. All right. have a lot of people in my pool. At this point, well, you can only have four people in your pool. Do I count as anybody in the pool? You can hang out in the pool if you want, but you only yes. have two more spots in your pool. So four, okay. four will go to the jelly regardless. Dang. Number three, this player is averaging the most yards per carry in the NFL. <laughs> That's all you're giving me. <laughs> that is it. Oh yeah, it's I, not all. I don't like... get a. I don't get a number of attempts or anything. Huh? Nope. Uh, so that could be he, anything. This all player right, get... is averaging the most yards in the NFL per qualifying players. All right. Can I hear what <laughs> A is? <laughs> you're no. Only if you. If you put if you put this player into your pool, you could hear a trade card if you didn't like him there. So what? in <laughs> like your trade card, is that what you're talking about when you said can yeah. you hear what A I is? I can't I can't take a trade card right now. I have to put him in the pool or jelly first. Well, if he goes into your jelly, he stays there. You can't swim out of the jelly. But if he goes okay. into your pool, 
and you're not happy with it, then you can hear a trade card and have an opportunity to trade him, but not unless he's in your pool. All right, so let's put him in the jelly. All right, that player was Lamar Jackson. (laughs) I thought you said no quarterbacks. What a jerk. No, that was for the first first one. one. Gotcha. (laughs) Silly Sally. Can I take trade card A? (laughs) Well, no, No, once he's in the jelly, jelly, he's in the jelly. So I apologize. He's going to regress like F, so it's cool. Yeah, you lost Lamar Jackson. That just pissed so many people off. He's not even in two drinks top five quarterbacks. He wasn't in six through ten. I'll put it that way. <laughs> so oh, go eat your peach next... marmalade. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> right? Exactly. That sounds good. Because I'm pissed. <laughs> the next player with two touchdowns. This player averages the most yards per reception and has the 26th longest reception in the NFL. So he only has the 26th longest reception in the NFL, but he averages the most yards per reception. Still only two touchdowns on the year. Um, jelly. You, that player was Mike Williams. F and A. So the fun part about this game too, though, is you get to um, hear like how well these players have actually done, and like there has to be some touchdowns coming for Mike Williams at some point, and he's averaging the most receptions of any player in the NFL. So pretty swell. Cool. How do you feel, Mike Williams or Curtis Samuel? Mike Williams. Mike's Mike's uh eating on some rhubarb preserves. I don't even know if that's a thing. But yep. Sounds disgusting. So I'm pissed. Number five. Number <laughs> five. This player is tied for the second most fumbles in the NFL. He has two hundred and six yards and one touchdown on the ground. Tied for the second most fumbles in the NFL. He has two hundred and six this- yards and a touchdown on the ground. Could this be any position? This is any position. Yeah, you can put him in the jelly too. That's your, is that your boyfriend? Um, that is Carson Wentz. Dang it! <laughs> I'm glad we're not playing Superflex for this game. <laughs> yeah, so that just threw away Wentz and Lamar Jackson and Mike Williams. Yeah, Mike Williams. That's I would just so take those three. Carson Wentz, the rest. second most fumbles in the NFL. That's a fact. Mm. All right, you're, you're doing pretty good. So at this point, you have one Not spot really. in your jelly, and you have two spots in your pool. If you don't like players in your pool reminding you, you can use those trade cards. We you have three trade cards okay. at the end. Like once I get to four, I can do it. No, no, sir. <laughs> okay. Like it would, ha- it would, it would have to be like um, we'll we'll say that you put you did you wanted you put Curtis Samuel in your pool. You would have had to try to trade out of him then. Like Curtis Samuel's in your pool now. So as soon oh, as cool. you, yeah, I'm glad yeah. I uh, read the instructions properly. Yeah, you <laughs> probably should have. <laughs> I had too much eggnog. <laughs> it's what's in the eggnog that counts. <laughs> this player has the best catch rate among tight ends on the season. Um, let's put him in the pool and then let's trade him. Oh, you don't even want to hear who it is. You get to hear who it is first. But, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, but right. you do get to hear who it is. Will Disley. All right, let's let's trade them. Would you like trade card A, B, or C? Right in the middle. It's always B. This player is tied for the 26th longest run in the NFL. He has five touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns on the year. Player B. Who gives a crap about the 26th longest Disney. run? <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, he's getting it done. <laughs> so. <laughs> F, man. So if I take the the B, then B goes in and Disley goes to Jelly, or Disley's just erased. Disley would be out. Like yeah, that three players will not be in this, so he would uh, Disley would go out. Like yeah, he wouldn't take up your Jelly spot. So you're either like, gonna get this player, player B, or Will Disley. I feel like B is gonna suck. <laughs> um, but as much as I like Disley, I I think it almost looks like they can do it with anybody. Um, there, Hoster's having some decent, decent games now too. So I guess give me B. Okay, so B fills your pool. 
<laughs> the player you just put in your uh, pool is Frank Gore. Sweet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna allow you to use the trade cards still if you want, because otherwise, I mean, your pool's full, and this is honestly the only way Who's you can even pool? hear them. So at this point, you have Todd Gurley, Curtis Samuel, Will Disley. Oh no, Will Disley is out. So you have one spot in your pool. I apologize. Right, okay. Yeah, you freaking me I out. added Frank Gore in and I didn't take Disley. So yeah, so okay, so <laughs> much better. <laughs> so you have Will Get Disley out of here, out, Big Montana. And we are on your last question. I'm excited. This player <laughs> has the most receiving touchdowns in the NFL with ten. Pool. That player is do you know who it is? No. Kenny Galladay. Nice. Yeah, so it's pretty good. I was kind of surprised by that stat, actually, you know, because we know Michael Thomas has been killing it, but a lot of it's like yards and yards, receptions. Yeah. But Kenny Galladay has the most touchdowns through the air of anybody. Doing at it this with point. Stafford and Driscoll and blah. Yep. Wow. So, dun, dun, dun. so can we hear who the other trade ones were, or maybe not people, but like, give me, give me a wild card. Um. Wild so card? yeah. So. Yeah, I'll I'll add a couple twists here because you Frank Gore just filled... cramped up because he's he's a little too old and he just had to get out. So I, I you want to so you want to try to trade Frank Gore just for fun? Yeah, well he he had to get out of the pool. Okay, <laughs> three o'clock. It's time to eat. Um, well we'll let you decide what you want to do. I'm guessing you will. So okay, so to Frank get Gore Frank down. Gore out of your pool, what you will do is I'm going to give you the trade cards of A and C. And you can pick between those stats of who you want to be in your pool with Todd Gurley, Curtis Samuel, and Kenny Galladay. Sound good? Yep. So A, six touchdowns on the year. This player has caught every pass thrown his way since week eight. All right? I can repeat that if you want after I do this next one. Okay. And the other player has the best catch rate in the NFL with 89.7. So best catch rate in the NFL with 89.7. Or six touchdowns on the year, and he's caught every pass since week eight. Has he played since week eight? <laughs> um, he yes, yes, yes. Good question. That that that, that part was zero for uh, zero. <laughs> nope, he has played um every game barring his bye week. Give me the first one. That player is Taysom Hill. <laughs> All right. The ultimate super flex. <laughs> Which, I mean, <laughs> you got to love it over Frank Gore. Look, I play in a one-quarterback dynasty, and because I had guys like Winston on a bye, Cam Newton hurt, and Nick Foles out, I plugged Taysom Hill into my starting quarterback in that one quarterback and won because Taysom Hill had like uh, 12 points in that game for fantasy. A touchdown, a pass, and like 40 yards on the ground. So I can't. I'll, t- I'll take it over Frank Gore. Yeah, absolutely. Or the other player that you did not pick was DeAndre Washington with the best catch rate in the NFL. So I'm guessing huh. you'll take huh. it over that as well. Correct. Hells to the yeah. Yes, yes, I will. I will also take all of the jelly. Those, those Lamar Jackson, quite, quite Mike good. Williams, and Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah. I had to have Mike Williams in there. Yeah, you're welcome, Clark. Because that, that, that uh, jelly of the boy. month it turned out pretty solid. That was your bonus. You kind of won on the jelly of the month. I think that man, that will be the next twist to this game. Is you either end up with the pool or the jelly of the month at the end. And man, you killed it with the jelly, right? When I look at it, you're welcome, I mean, Clark. Yeah, my boss don't know what he just gave up. He doesn't. That was super fun, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Um, you have to think Mike Williams is going to be worth more, right? I would think so. Would you uh, buy him right just now? Just with a touchdown, sure. I don't. There's not many places I don't have him. But. Mike Williams or Marquise Brown? Mike Williams. Yeah, I think I would have to as well. I I believe it to be more consistent, and the the highs aren't really that far off from each other. If you you know if you put in what the touchdown game was last year with him. I am at DFF underscore swag. I'm at FL2 Drink Minimum. You can hit us both up at Superflex Pod and at Superflex Trades. Believe I have them DMs open now, right? <laughs> I think so. So I so, uh, was not ignoring you, but I didn't realize that was there. Tag <laughs> us too. Yeah, if we don't hit it up, tag us. But tag either of down. our yeah, hit, accounts yeah, and us. we'll find a way there. Uh, yeah, Merry Superflexmas. 
Very super. I got a bonus question for you too, Drink, Cheers. that didn't quite make the game. Okay. All right, so two players here. These players are tied with 1,073 yards through the air. So you know that they've got 1,000 yards. 1,073 yards through the air. One player has done it with 71 catches, and the other player has done it with only 60 catches. Which player would you like? I'll take the... Hmm. <laughs> so 1073 huh? I could tell you a little bit if I'll take you the really six, want to I'll, know. No, I'll take the 60 catches so 60 catches I mean you're not going to hate this um, but I meant it'll 71 probably be, catches it's Stefan Diggs is the 60 and Amari Cooper is the 71 So Amari's got more touchdowns, right? Amari had more touchdowns by two or three. I want to say Diggs had yeah. five, yeah, and like, I think like five Cooper eight had or something. eight. Yeah, 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 something like that. So, and that's kind of what I like about this game, and why I want to try to play it a little bit more is you hear some of these like weird stats where even like Kenny Galladay, I was surprised he had the most reception touchdowns in the NFL, even as much as we talk. I didn't know that till I made yeah. the game. Um, you see some of those things as well of what players have actually done. So go get some Taysom Hill. And it's a good time to do it towards the end of the year too. You see it as a, you know, as a macro level instead of breaking down each little week. Yep. Now, now, you know, throughout the season, put some stats together and like, wow. By the way, is there a worse gift, gift than jelly of the month? Uh, it's, I mean, it's, I don't, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Like, you especially know. like from work, like, that's yeah, got to be right up there, you know. Even if I mean, can it from, be wine of the month? Like, from, that's a solid from gift, by work. The way. If I got dildo of the month, I might take that better just because I'd laugh my ass off. 